0: This is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed, bitch! Gangsters, what's up guys? What's the grant <coughs> to a motherfucker like me, can you please remind me? Get the world by the tail! Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. <coughs> you know, Make some noise! Well, I'm here. I'm cute as shit. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, skip, skip, skip! If you don't chew Big Red, then... F- you. That's so horny. shower with I'll your clothes on. Could you imagine if I hit the old water pipe with that oh. thing? Three cash, homie. In three, two, one. Let's fuck. Everybody's got to hear the shit on W balls. W balls. W balls. Good, whatever time of day it is to all of you lovely, wonderful people. Can you dig it? I can. My name is Sam LaCrosse. I am the host of uh, the podcast you're listening to right now. Excuse me, do not listen to this podcast. And welcome to another episode, one of the final throwback episodes we are going to do to additional or to original blog posts. I should say the OG days before we even started the podcast back in 2020. And I wanted to lighten things up a bit because in these past couple weeks, I feel like I've been a massive downer to most of your guys' lives. You probably, even if like one of the seven of you that actually listen to this shit, when you tune into this, you're probably going to be like, oh fuck, like I gotta go in and you know do all this other kind of stuff. And then I gotta log in and listen, this guy ran about something terrible. It's going on for the rest of the week. Well, I have the solution to you today. I am going to give you some levity. And going back to a post that I did around two years ago by this point, a little less than two years ago about gym etiquette. Now, this for any of you people that are regular people that work out, or regular people, I that's a rephrase that whole fucking sentence. People that work out regularly, this should be, especially if you lift regularly, this is more uh, tailored to my lifting people in the room or in the vir, uh, virtual room. I can't even talk this morning. This is more catered to you guys because I, now that I'm going back into, I go to a gold gym now, it's conveniently like 500 feet from my apartment so i just go down there and i work out when i do not i box three days a week and then i lift three days a week it is i mean it, it is remarkable how things stay the same when they should have been changed a very very long time ago even though there's so much out there about all this kind of stuff and i was i remember i i wrote this and i was so fucking upset one day about like kind of something that i saw on the day i forget what, what it was maybe i'll remember it throughout the post but I wanted to just chronicle this because I feel like this is something that, and, and I'm not perfect, probably none of you guys are perfect, we all probably kind of engage in this behavior from time to, be, time to time, but you know, we this is a plague that needs to be stopped. I mean, we thought fucking COVID was bad. I mean, this is something that needs to be stopped immediately and needs to be stomped out by each and every one of us, and gym etiquette should be tailored to and equipped to and known at all times, and those who do not follow gym etiquette should be exposed at all times. So... In light of that, we are going to roast and compliment people simultaneously, and I'm going to love every second of it. So without further ado, here we go. So like I said earlier, this is a post I've wanted to write for a very long time, and at the time I was writing it back, again, November of 2020, several things are going on right now. Thanksgiving was last Thursday, the national day where Americans gather around the table and gorge themselves at the point of implosion, and it's glorious. We should all acknowledge that. Additionally, we, at the time, did not know what was going to happen with COVID lockdowns the coming months, and you know we all know how, how that turned out. Will gyms be shut down? Will gyms remain open? Some of both happened, and time did, in fact, tell. So, as we go into this current fall season, as we went into that winter season back in the day, the combination of the upcoming Christmas, Thanksgiving, holiday, fall season is a death sentence for a lot of folks, strictly because this is their non-4th of July calorie climb that will inevitably take place as we go into the winter months. Americans already eat mostly like garbage, as we've discussed before, but this time of the year kicks it into overdrive. Then, after Christmas and New Year's, gym membership spike. The data has shown this. People have realized that, you know, hmm, maybe all this literal shit that I've consumed for the last couple of months, and especially as we go into the Christmas season, wasn't that good for me. I should go work this off. So they lay down $40 at for their local Planet Fitness and they get to work. But the work itself has to be good before it can be done. There are many that do do good work, but there are many that do not do good work, and this is particularly true inside of the gym. And the reason that Planet Fitness works is that it specifically goes against the grain of the, quote, gym guy persona, even though I would argue that they do a piss-poor job of actually enforcing it. And I, By the way, I think all chain gyms do a piss-poor job at enforcing this, and one of the other things that drives me crazy about these places. But nonetheless, it's a remarkable branding and marketing strategy to the Planet Fitness side of the house, and the truth that it contains is extraordinary. This mostly male hyperbole of a gym douchebag is not far from the truth, as it turns out. In some cases, it's much worse. And like I said, I work out six days a week, humble flex, and have been doing so since I was 14 years old. There are some things that you pick up along the way that people should definitely learn how to do. And yet we don't do them. We succumb to the gym douchebaggery and we then devolve into the Neanderthals that we grew from initially. And this is a massive problem. Gyms are one of the true places in our society where everything goes away and we can truly, purely focus on community and improvement. They should not be tarnished because some assholes don't want to control themselves and ruin the experience for everyone else, especially those that are actually trying to get better. Because that's what a gym should be, a place where people are trying to get better, where men and women from all backgrounds can come and improve their health and their lives. Not some sweat monkey paradise where a couple of roided out mid-level sales managers can come out of their mid-life work and life angst in front of a couple of 21-year-old college STEM majors. Because that's disgusting, as it turns out. So, as a favor to these people, I've carefully and meticulously pointed out the do's and the don'ts for what constructive and good gym behavior, gym etiquette, should look like. And for anyone else who wants to get into the swing of things, I believe this is a great place to start as well. Follow these rules and you shall prosper don't and you'll be automatically be branded as a gym guy douchebag and sent to the Phantom Zone. So choose wisely and onward we tread. So rule number one, no one, and I repeat no one, is as impressed with what you're doing as you are. The great thing about going to the gym is that you can totally set your own pace and standards. No one should, can, nor should dictate any, anything about how you conduct yourself within the four walls of the building, with the one condition being that you are actually trying to get better and not infringing on anyone else's ability to do the same. But that being said, it comes the caveat. In the process of trying to get better, there is no need to let anyone else know every fucking time you rep something out that you are getting better. This can manifest itself in a lot of different qualities. Slamming weights down, talking obscenely loudly to the person next to you, not letting your muscles relax after doing a set by flexing them all over the place, the list goes on. There are two primary reasons that this abhorrent behavior should not be practiced. And first, is because you look like a raging cock. No one likes someone as insufferable and narcissistic as someone who has no self-awareness that they are being so insufferable and narcissistic. And second, it is exactly for what I displayed in the first paragraph of this rule. You are on your own set of pace and standards. Who the fuck cares if you bench 225 eight times? Maybe the guy next to you can do 315 for eight. You don't see him jizzing his pants in ecstasy over it. If he is, walk over to him and correct him because he needs it. The person that can do less weight than you does not care simply for the fact that their standard is not yours. They're trying to get up to that level potentially, but that level is highly irrelevant to them due to the fact that they cannot themselves do it yet. The person that can do more weight than you does not care for the opposite reason. They're past you, so why would they look back? You should certainly be proud of your accomplishments in the weight room. There is no more better breeding ground for constructive suffering in a physical sense than there. However, that is no excuse for narcissism, because nothing is an excuse for narcissism. If someone tries to make it so, they're probably a narcissist. You see the trend here? No one is impressed with what you are doing as you are. You should be wise to act like they are not. Rule number two. Clean up your shit and clean it up right. So I'm assuming that if you're reading this or listening to this podcast, actually, or reading the blog post, don't this that you're some sort of relatively high-functioning adult. I don't think a lot of people under the age of 18 read my writings. If so, I don't apologize, parents. Your child is getting knowledge they can't get in a lot of places. You're welcome. And yes, that is in very narcissistic behavior and I don't give a shit, but anyway, my personal narcissism aside, I would say that assumption is fairly accurate. And that being said, most of you people are adults. And as adults, there are certain responsibilities that come with being one. We have to bathe ourselves, feed ourselves, etc. These are all basic principles about how to to exist in our society. Another one is the exact rule above, and it's amazing how many, quote, adults don't follow it. Think of the first time that you were told by your parents to pick something up. How old were you? Two, three? My guess would be somewhere around there. Why did you do this? Well, at that age, because your parents told you so. It was either that or some form of punishment, most likely. You did a good, responsible thing, and you were rewarded. You did not, and you were either not rewarded or punished. 2 plus 2 equals 4. It's amazing how many grown-ass men and women forget this simple childhood concept as soon as they walk into a gym. Dumbbells everywhere and in the wrong place. Bodily fluids in puddles with no efforts at proper sanitation. Benches adjusted and set up for exercise when the person left 15 minutes ago. Not a shred of personal responsibility in sight. Additionally, what's worse is that when people just throw shit everywhere, just in any place to see the, they see convenient for them, there are 75 pound dumbbells so the 35 should be, 45 pound plates where so the 10 pound plates should go because the person didn't want to bend over to put them on the proper rack. The list goes on. This behavior is actually worse than not putting your stuff away properly because not only are you making more work for everyone else and abdicating any sense of personal responsibility, but you're actually doubling the work by some poor employee at the gym by swapping two sets of equipment or weights for another. It's like you're a spawn of Satan, only worse. And for fuck's sake, when you're done with a particular piece of equipment, do not just leave your shit there. Plates should be removed from bars, benches should be adjusted back to neutral positions, and any messes should be cleaned properly. Not only does this make you a cock, but it also deters usage from someone else coming in and taking your spot when they want to get some work in. A A double whammy of assholery on you, good sir. Your mom most likely does not attend the gym that you do. Don't act like she does. The people that own the place work at least somewhat hard to keep it nice and presentable for people to pay their hard-earned money for their service. Do not make their job harder. Take ownership and embody the personal responsibility necessary for a proper session at the gym. In other words, do not be worse than the spawn of Satan. Rule 3. Don't judge any person who is trying to get better. This is the rule that makes me the most angered whenever it's broken. Scenario. A fat guy walks in the gym. Probably hasn't been there in like five years. He's looked in the mirror and hasn't liked what he's seen too many times. So he decides to change something about it, take a massive leap forward, and gets his ass to the gym. This is an incredibly brave thing to do strictly because of the vulnerability involved in doing so. This man has no place in the environment where he's easily the weakest person in the room. But yet he does so Anyway. He willingly puts himself into a position of weakness in order to live better his life for himself and the others that he cares about. He wants to make the great leap forward into a better life. He's sick of the mindless positivity and the load of horseshit that is body positivity. He knows both are useless and do nothing to better his own life. He knows that only self-awareness, discipline, personal responsibility, and other admirable qualities can do these things. So he gets his fat ass in the gym. But when he gets there, he doesn't feel welcome. In fact, he feels the exact opposite. He's an infidel in a foreign land, being harassed by its occupants. They make fun of him. They don't try to help him. They call him a fat ass and mock his jiggling body when he gets on the bench or the elliptical. They think that they are strong while he is weak. This could not be more opposite of the truth. Anytime a person in a more favorable position getting that position by hard work or not, and abuses that by spitting on the people below them, is a weak person. That is what true privilege looks like. We must fight it at every turn and help the people that are getting abused by privileged assholes, like those ones, overcome them. If you see a person like our hypothetical man in this scenario, do not spit down. Instead, reach down. You don't have to hold the guy's hand. That would be enablement and would only make him more soft and weak. And we don't want this. Instead, just simply give the guy a smile. Ask him how he's doing, what his name is, what his goals are, what his habits are going to be to get him to his goals. Give him some encouragement, guidance, or wisdom if he asks for it, and leave him be. If you see someone, particularly someone of weakness or youth, struggling with proper form, what exercises they should do, or how many reps they should put up, don't let them wallow. And don't judge them. Walk up to them, introduce yourself, ask how they are, and make a comment about how good it is to see them there in the gym. That will ease you into a conversation about what they're struggling with and how you, being a person who embodies duty and experience, could help them on the path to improvement. Judgment is the opposite of what the gym should be. A place such as that is supposed to be one of community, where people help each other get better for themselves and others. Be careful who you judge and what you judge them for, especially if they are doing it for the right reasons. Rule number four, look, but don't stare. One of the many great things about the gym is that it provides several models for how you should strive to live your life. From the food you should eat to how you should expand your health repertoire to what you should look for physically in a partner, it gives you several indicators of excellence that you should aim at in order to achieve success. Unfortunately, there's our old friend excess that inevitably will begin to kick in. The amount of times where men, myself included, stare at women when they're simply trying to work out for extended periods of time with no shame gives me an insane amount of secondhand embarrassment. Men can be victims of this as well, especially when women who work out in packs and aren't that serious about it in the first place. Or especially with women who work out in packs and aren't that serious about it in the first place, excuse me. Along with rule two, rule four is something that you hopefully should have learned as a small child. Don't stare at people. Just don't do it. As a sibling of a special needs child that more than once caused a scene in a public venue, I know how uncomfortable this can be and how embarrassing it can feel. However, people don't really seem to get this one. They think they're entitled to stare at a person within the gym just because they're in the gym. And I promise you that this is not the case. But this does not mean that you should just live on an island the whole time in the gym either. As I alluded to before, a gym is a community, whether we want to admit it or not. It is a place where communal interaction should be encouraged and valued by all, even in the midst of the biggest public health crisis in a century, or even when we were in the midst of the biggest public health crisis in a century. Maybe some guy has pretty good form while squatting. Maybe a girl is doing an interesting shoulder workout that you think you can give yours the extra pop. Or maybe the guy's arms are just so freaking yummy that you just can't help stare at them and imagine choking you out at 2 a.m. on a Saturday. Or maybe the girl's ass is just so fat that you just need to look at it over once in a while. Let's just get this innately human trait out of the way immediately for all you snowflakes out there. If you look good, people are going to look at you. Get over it and appreciate it. It's a fact of life. You shouldn't try to draw attention to yourself necessarily... But you should accept the fact that if you have pythons for arms and can bounce a quarter off your ass, you're going to get some looks from some people. But this does not provide an avenue for merciless stare-downs from looky-loos in the gym. That's just head-ass as admiration, and they're not the same thing. Do not confuse them as such. If you find yourself getting into that habit, remember what you're at the gym for. You're there to get better, not to visually accost somebody because of your lack of self-control and discipline. Appreciate those around you trying to get better. Appreciate the work they put into their bodies and their health. But when you do so, look, don't stare. Rule five, form first. Growing up the son of an engineer, I wasn't allowed to do things half-assed. Ranging from eating to math problems, half-assery was not tolerated. If you're going to do something, you're going to do it right. If not, you're going to do it however many times over until you do get it right. It's always better to do something right one time than to do something wrong until you get it right five times. There's too much wasted motion and time that goes to waste for it to be a profitable use of either. In the gym, this should not only be be not tolerated, but not allowed. If you don't lift with proper form, there are two things that could happen, with one being much worse than the other. The first is that you won't get a good workout in, not even close. You'll be either lifting with the wrong muscles or misusing the right muscles. If that is what ends up happening, then what's the point of doing the damn workout in the first place? The second, and worse, alternative is that you can hurt yourself. There have been too many instances in my lifting career where some gym guy throws on 315 on a bench, obviously can't bench it, and ends up ripping something to shreds inside of his body. Hernias, pulled muscles, torn tendons, the whole nine yards. It's painful to experience this for two reasons. One, because you know this person could have easily prevented what happened. And two, because you know that it's going to take an incredibly long time for this person to recover. Most likely for them to just end up doing the same bad form that led them to the same bad injury once again. Before you do anything, make sure you're doing it right. There's a lot of conversation between the argument of whether it's better to work harder rather than smarter, and I'll give you the answer right now. It's neither, because it's a stupid argument. Smart work is necessary for constructive hard work to occur. Just, quote, working smart will lead to a life of constantly looking for non-existent life hacks without doing any actual work, which leads to even more wasted motion and time. Just, quote, working hard will lead to a life of burrowing and constant reams of shit that won't matter. College students are a great example of this. In order to work hard, you must work smart and vice versa. If you're looking to be absolutely perfect on everything you do in the gym for the perfect exercise, you won't find it. You won't get anything done, and you'll continue to be weak. However, if you work really hard at the wrong thing, you'll mostly end up regretting it. One cannot exist without the other. Proper form is the key to success in the gym. Anyone who tells you otherwise is either a gym lunk or uneducated. You should not listen to the first and look for understanding and shared knowledge with the second. Unless they're violating the second don't, then you should avoid them at all costs. Protect yourself. Do it right the first time. Work hard and smart. Form first. Rule six. Control yourself and your noises. Self-control is perhaps the most underrated quality of anyone who chooses to work out. If you can't control yourself for the weight while lifting, you're probably gonna end up giving yourself a tracheostomy with a barbell. If you can't control yourself while running, you're probably going to seize up from a lack of oxygen to your blood and do one of those funny internet videos where you fly off the treadmill into some old guy doing leg curls. This is all common sense. At least for some. However, gym guys with no lifting etiquette are awful at this. These folks believe that slamming their weights down, throwing them across the floor, bumping to equipment or other people, and the things of the like promote dominance and overall fuck with me ness. And I promise you, again, that it is neither of those things. What it does promote is a complete lack of self awareness and a blatant disrespect of people that are embodying this. The people that are around you in the gym don't give a fuck. Remember rule one there is no need for someone to do this. It comes down to maturity and simple respect, like most of the rules you've talked about. And don't even get me fucking get me started with the noises. We get it, bro You can bench a lot. But we don't need to hear what you exclaim when you receive a Cooper-grade gluck luck 9000 from your girlfriend who is yelling two feet away from you like when she received a cooch gobbler, hopefully, before. We don't need it. I promise you, we don't need it. Maybe it's a primal thing from mating calls or war cries you got from the cavemen or Vikings or some shit. I'm not entirely sure. But what I am sure of is that it doesn't have any place in the gym. None. Zero. Control yourself. Go about your business, lift your weights, run your miles, do your abs, remember to breathe, hydrate on occasion, get the fuck out of there. Be very aware of the calmest man or woman in the room. That is most likely the person that is doing the hardest and most work. The reason that they don't have the head-ass behavior attached to them is due to the fact that they see no need in doing it. They're at the gym because they want to get better. Not because they need to prove anyone, to anyone how much better they think they're getting. These call men and women are the people you should be emulating. Not the orgasmic lunk in the corner of the room do his 17th, count him 17th, set of curls this bad form, screeching like his wife just shoved a finger up his ass. Not that she probably could get up there with all the roids he's been juicing. Control yourself. And your noises. Rule 7. Personal space. This is another one that irks me quite a bit. You're sitting there minding your business and some gym guy gets all up in your shit and starts to bang out a set of overhead tricep presses so close to you that his Mexico-manufactured sweat is dripping all over your area. This is unacceptable behavior and should not be tolerated. During the COVID-19 restrictions, Planet Fitness rolled out a marketing campaign called, quote, social fitnessing, which emphasized personal space in the gym to prevent the spread of the virus during workouts, This is, yet again, a brilliant marketing strategy by the company. It's capitalizing on one thing that people didn't do enough of, keeping their fucking personal space during a workout and mandating it. The United States government should hire them at the first opportunity. The Planet Fitness rule was, quote, two treadmills away, or about six feet. Now I understand that, especially in places such as college campuses and after work hours, this is next to impossible. So I've trimmed it down to three. You should try to have, at minimum... 3 feet of distance of personal space around yourself. Note also that this does not just apply simply to other people working out. It applies to everything. The frustration when you want to grab a particular set weight of dumbbells and some asshole is standing right in front of the area with no signs of moving is horrific. So to avoid being that asshole, keep away from all the equipment if you are not using it by at least 3 feet. Allow the natural flow of the building to keep, wait for it, flowing. If you feel that you're too close to a person or piece of equipment, you're too close. Period. So listen to the voice in your head, move yourself to a more favorable position for both you and others, and get the hell out of the way. Do your part and allow the flow of the gym to keep flowing. Personal space, especially when we were in a pandemic, is important. Make sure to keep it when you're banging iron and running in place. Rule 8. Flexing, mirrors, and other general obscenities. The only, and I mean only, time you should flex during a workout is when you are fully contracting and extending to get the proper range of motion on an exercise. This goes for women as well as men. I hate blatant bicep flexing as much as when women try to shit their guts out while taking a pic flexing their ass. Don't do it. Which brings me to mirrors. Never, and I mean never, does the situation call for any picture to be taken in a mirror. I don't care if it's for a fitness account, a regular account, or your OnlyFans account. Never is that allowed. Never. If you're a profuse sweater, like I am, clean up after yourself. Don't be a slob. If you make any catcalling, making, etc. at the opposite sex while in the gym, you should be flogged brutally and swiftly. If, as a man, you find yourself spreading your legs and grimacing at yourself in the abductor-adductor machine while breathing heavily, stop. Look around. See what you're doing. Walk away, pray to your God for forgiveness, and move on. If I miss anything, please let me know. My emails are open, sam at don't read this Etiquette is nothing more than having common courtesy. We do it at the dinner table all the time. We place napkins on lap, chew with our mouths closed, and use utensils to eat things that should be eaten with utensils. When we don't do these things, we should be properly concerned. The same goes for the gym. We need to have that common courtesy or everything falls apart. We have so much to be grateful for. Let this and Jim Etiquette not go to waste. Okay, so that is the gospel of Jim Etiquette in my estimation. Again, I am more than willing to exchange ideas about this. I'm sure I missed something. I'm sure I might have harped too much on something else or maybe something else. Or maybe I didn't. I, think I thought that was a pretty comprehensive list. But anyway... Emails are open. Sam at don'treathisblog.com. Value Economics, Study of Identity, out now on all platforms. Amazon, all your place that you buy books. Audiobook, hopefully, coming soon. If my publisher ever gets fucking back to me about it, they're being kind of petty about it right now, but we'll see. And own the day, open your mind as always. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks very much for listening. Hopping, stopping, hopping like a rabbit. When I take the Ross, you know I got to happen I lay back in the cut, you tame myself. Think about the shit, and i you well. How can I mix my grip, and how should I make that nigga straight?